This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, I fought the law and the law lost. Celebrate with me as I recap my epic victory in the courtroom. Also, Gen Xers in the workplace, you have a stereotype that needs to be addressed. Plus, we'll explore how one miserable woman took a fun new term and absolutely ruined it for everyone else. And finally, how does a blunder make you question your marriage? We have the answer to that question and so much more. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by APC Pest and Termite Control. It's your house, not theirs. Say goodbye to pests with APC Pest and Termite Control. And by Royal Pizza. Fresh ingredients, low prices, delicious meals, Royal Pizza. Small Town Scuttlebots. now <laughs> it lives nice puppies <laughs> i prefer the term sweater meat Rick. <laughs> liz has got a sweater on with two little puppy dog faces um, <laughs> strategically placed. Uh, 47 going on 13 <laughs> Nice puppies. Nice puppies. That's a cute sweater, though. I just feel guilty looking at it. (laughs) This is the only way I can draw attention to my boobs because they're so small. I'm like, look, puppies. Liz, I'm so punchy today. Oh, it's Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. And I I wanted to tell you something. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only reason why I've got a little pep in my step is because I really do get excited when you come over. Like, just Liz is here. I know. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. We are. Like, Mm -hmm. 10 minutes ago before you got here, I was saying to Leslie, my wife, um, Ugh, Liz, you and your 8.15 Friday morning recording times. But once we're done with it, sort of like catapults you into the totally. rest of the day. It's yes. like uh, no one wants to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, maybe you do, but right. <laughs> normal people. Your wife was headed out to the gym. She was yeah. quite excited yeah, about it. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She likes it too. You guys are weird, though. Whenever I go to the gym, I never run to the gym or, you know, I'm the guy that looks for the spot closest in the parking lot to the door, which is so ironic, right? <laughs> But then when I leave, I'm like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Whenever I leave here and I have to go home and start my day of meetings, I feel I'm in a better place mentally. Yeah. Like I, I think that I can handle the stress of my workday better because mm-hmm. I've started my day off here laughing, telling jokes, and yeah. sharing mindless stories about my life. <laughs> it kind of puts uh, things into perspective. Totally. Guess, right? Would you say, because I know I was listening to the episode from last week. hmm where you kind of quasi lost your shit about, <laughs> about the self care. I know. I when I listened to it, I was like, I was a little aggressive. Yeah, there. but I liked it. I really did. I'm like, if anyone was listening, like, wow, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Is this is how we do we do we just attack a guest five minutes into the interview? She's also my friend. Yes, that, that needed to be. I, maybe as the host, I could have yeah. painted that picture for yeah. the first time. Every episode, you have to assume there's a first time listener, yeah, right? There's absolutely. someone checking in for the first time. They mm-hmm. have no, it's not a hard show to kind of hop onto. Like, yeah. oh, you're listening to episode 163. If you didn't hear the first 162, <laughs> you, have, you, have no, you have no idea. Right. We're coming out of left field, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was all I was fired like, up about the self-care yeah. thing because I do firmly believe if you're doing something that is a requirement or for anyone but yourself, it's that 
Okay, well, let me That is not self-care. Well, I mean, this is a gray area, this podcast. Is it a requirement? No. No. But did you make a commitment? You did. Mm -hmm. So until you give me your two weeks, which (laughs) I won't let you do, (laughs) Scuttlebuds won't either. Let's just say, hey- Let's hang it up, you know? Right. There's other things to do now. Yeah. No, this is, I definitely consider this self-care. Dan considers this self-care for me, too. Like, mm-hmm. when Lindsay and I had our other podcast, which was lasted for about 10 months, and then it ended, he said, to, after a couple of months, he said to me, he's like, you need to find something else. He said, you are noticeably less happy. Really? Since you stopped doing the podcast because you don't have a creative outlet. He said, I feel like you're oh. letting your stress get to you. Um, you're just different. Yeah. And so, and then you called. I did. I did. <laughs> and why did you plug that podcast? Oh, yeah. Multitasking in Heels. It's still out there on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, my friend Lindsay and I did it for about 10 months um, during the pandemic. So some of the episodes might uh, not hold up in this environment today because we did talk a lot about, you know, what it's like to work from home and homeschool and things like that. However, we did a lot of episodes around things like the definition of wellness and what that really means and trying to achieve work-life balance, which I think is a misnomer. And I don't think that exists because you're always going to give more of yourself to one thing or another. Um, but you just have to do it in a way that doesn't burn you out. So anyway, multitasking in heels, if you're interested in, in checking that out. Very Thanks good. for letting me plug that. Yeah, sure. It was the only podcast I was ever a guest on. Oh, that's you're the only, right. You're the only person that ever gave a shit about <laughs> voluntarily talking to me. <laughs> All right. Can I, can I start with a little yes. victory story here? Oh, please do. It's been in the works, but now that it, the case is closed and <laughs> the filing. Do we need like are, a law and order? Dun, dun. Yeah, dun, dun. <laughs> Let me just tell you, this is a story between me and... Um, the Massachusetts State Police. Oh. <laughs> and before I get into it, because people are perking up, they're like, oh, is he going Blue Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. Or is he going Defund the Police? I'm going neither because I'm a normal person right in the middle. Those two things were extremes. Yep. I don't need to, to wave my black and white American flag with a blue line in it. That's bullshit. Don't take my American flag and fuck with it. Okay? Yeah. It's American flag. We should all be under one flag, Liz. That's okay? right. United, we stand, divided, we fall. When we start making these flags, right, like the alphabet mafia flag yes. there. Like, I don't even know what the fuck that I is I don't know anymore. what that is either. And, and, it and, keeps changing. Yeah, and I'm an asshole, bigot, racist, right, you uh, don't know misogynist, what transgender <laughs> hater, because I, I didn't do the laborious homework to find out what that shit's about. I'm shitting on those flags. I hate all the flags. <clears throat> I'm not anti-police, and I'm not Blue Lives Matter. I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey, you're a public servant. You're doing your job. Thank you very much. My my grandfather was a New York City police officer for oh, wow. 21 years. We could do a whole wow. episode on the stories he would tell at the kitchen table. Because <laughs> I, I said, Kippa, <laughs> tell us the time where the guy crashed the car, went through the windshield, and ripped his back on the on the hood ornament again. And oh, he, my God. And he'd go right into it. <laughs> And my dad's like, oh, fuck, pass the mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening to gory Right, over stories. Sunday dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, now remember the time of World War II where you were sleeping on the Bombay doors and then you woke up and then about two minutes later the things opened up on a test? Yeah, that, I mean, that's a generation of God. survivors. I mean, they would look at the generation we're raising and just... Oh, Be God. Shame. My poor grandpa. I mean, yeah. My poor grandpa. <laughs> so, am I pro police? Well, yeah, we need police. Of course. You need Otherwise, police. Otherwise, it would just be mayhem. So, 
I was coming home in June from a charity golf event for the Harvard Volunteer Fire Department. Mm-hmm. Out kind of near Western Mass. So Harvard, Massachusetts, yes, not Harvard, Harvard Mass- University. Yeah, not the <laughs> university. You know what? I have I have a public response form here. Oh. So basically, the po-po pulled me over. Yeah. All right? And I think it was appropriate. Like, I, I've gotten speeding tickets before. Mm-hmm. And I've just said, okay, I got caught. Yeah. I, you know, I still went 80 in a right. 65 and, you know, just... Wrong place, wrong time. I And I pay it, right? But today, I'm getting a lawyer, and we're going to go all the way. All right, so are you going to tell us what the speed limit was and how fast you were going? Yeah, let me just kind of okay. read this to you, okay, and, and jump in at any point. Mm-hmm. On Friday, June 9, at approximately 3 p.m., I was traveling in the left lane going eastbound on I-90 through Framingham. A state trooper was coming up behind me. There was a vehicle several car lengths ahead of me and another adjacent to me on the right. I noted that I was moving with the speed of traffic at 74 miles per hour. Respectable. I gave way to the state trooper by speeding up to move into the next lane. At this moment, the state trooper engaged his emergency lights. With his swift approach behind me and now the lights flashing, I believed at that moment he was responding to a call. I only moved in front of the car that was previously adjacent to me after my blind spot monitoring system indicated I was a safe distance ahead. The conversation that took place was confusing. He presented as angry and short-tempered. I wanted to respectfully explain that I was trying to get out of his way. I asked him, can I ask why I'm being pulled over? He responded condescendingly and asked me something to the effect of, are you kidding me? He said it like that too. Wait, so let me ask you, anytime I've been pulled over, and it's always been for speeding, the first thing they ask is, do you know why I pulled you over? Did he not do that? No, he just said license and registration. Really? Yeah. He didn't want to talk to me. Hmm. I can assure you I was not kidding. I was going 75 miles an hour with traffic, and he came up behind me with a car to my right side. I made the good faith decision to get out of the trooper's way as quickly and safely as possible. First responder, right? That's what you do, yeah. right? I hate the people yes. that wait till the last minute. Like, I'm going to There's wait. an ambulance coming. Oh, oh, like, that, someone's dying in there. Move. Yeah, <laughs> could be your father having yes. a heart attack, yes. but here you are. Mm-hmm. The trooper pressured me to move and then pulled me over when I was simply trying to get out of the way of an emergency vehicle. Again, I truly believed that he was engaging in a pursuit, so that is why I sped up and moved ahead out of the car, oh, ahead of the car to my right instead of falling back and following it. My attempt to explain myself ended up abruptly as he told me to, quote, stop talking. After receiving my summons, I got back in the, onto the highway and caught up with the speed of traffic. Moments later, he was in pursuit of me again and claimed I was going 90-plus miles an hour. I can swear on the Holy Bible that I absolutely was not going nearly that fast. So he pulled you over twice? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. $400 in tickets. What? Liz. The first one, just getting out of the guy's way. Mm Mm-hmm. Folks at home, don't get out of a state trooper's way. He will pull you over and give you a $150 ticket. And then when you get on the highway, don't try to catch up with the speed of traffic, you know, expeditiously. Take your time. Go zero to 60 in about four or five minutes. Which is incredibly dangerous. Yeah, because because you know that again, in in some in the minds of some, that's a frivolous crime. Okay, uh, I am to believe that he registered my maneuver as an act of aggression because he turned on his lights and pursued me again shortly thereafter. Okay. At this point, I was frustrated with the trooper, and I felt helpless in the situation. He quickly made it clear to me that any verbal communication was not going to be welcomed. In fact, he returned with my summons without saying anything and drove off, leaving me on the side of the highway with no protection from traffic coming up behind me. Wow. uh, I believe 
I cooperated with law enforcement and made a good faith effort to make way for a first responder. I am frustrated that my attempt at doing the right thing resulted in a chain of events that will cost me $400 in fines and several points on my clean driving record, which I am proud to have maintained for several years. I am also frustrated that the catalyst of these events was his closing the distance behind me. People at home could probably relate to, like... You ever see a state trooper, their resting speed on the highway is about 80. Yep. The speed limit's 65. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going 70, 75. This cop is going a little bit faster. I had a state trooper friend back in New Hampshire, and I asked, why do you guys get to drive over the speed limit all the time? Meanwhile, you're pulling people over for mm-hmm. doing exactly that. He says to me, because we got somewhere to go. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's... Well, shit. Silly me. <laughs> that's... That's the difference. See, yeah. what I was doing was just, I was I didn't even know where I was going. <laughs> I just got in my car and drove. No Som- destination in mind. <laughs> sometimes I do that. I go, we'll, we'll end up somewhere. And when we do, we'll figure it out. So it's his message basically like where we're going is more important than where anyone else is going. I, I think it's kind of a concession that like we get to do what we want. Right, right. <laughs> and we try not to make it too frivolous, mm-hmm. but hey, everyone wants to go 85. Yeah. I do. So on a normal, let's say a normal day, you're on I-90 in your car. Kids mm-hmm. aren't in the car. How fast do you normally drive? 80. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, I go with traffic. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you get in one of these big clusters. Yeah. And, you know, the mass hole. I don't, I'm from New Hampshire. I'm sorry. But the mass hole driver mentality is so flawed the left lane is not your lane it is a passing lane mm-hmm. it's to be used to maneuver now if if it's heavy flow traffic at the end of the day rush hour right you yeah gotta use up all four lanes yes. i get it no one's passing anyone we're all going in a big clogged but if it's like two o'clock on a wednesday you know and it's like medium volume and it just happens to be a cluster of people because some people are in the passing you, you end up having to pass on the right. I don't know. Do you do that? Absolutely. You're not supposed to, right? It's no, you're like, not. But again, but also, I also have somewhere to be, and I like to get there as fast as humanly possible, so I will pass on the right. And I, I feel from a safety perspective, if I'm making a controlled maneuver to go <clears throat> around people, yeah, yeah. it's probably safer than tailing. Exactly. Or not tailing, but you know, following yeah. behind a big clusterfuck of 15 cars yeah. in a 16th of a mile space it just doesn't why are we doing this exactly like, people just don't think they're just so like locked like in their own sheep. yeah in their little world they shut the door they turn on the radio and they're just like my own little world <laughs> like, i don't care about the outside world i'm very hyper vigilant yeah see, i see things I, I see shit happening like i'm i'm playing chess when i drive okay Liz? yes i see it i'm like that could be a problem that yeah just, yep that's why i don't get into car accidents all right, so did you pay the $400 fine? Absolutely not. Good for you. I did not. I got a lawyer. I got a lawyer. I said, hey, lawyer. I told him my whole story. He goes, okay, I'll take this case. We don't take cases unless we know we can win. I can guarantee mm-hmm. you we're going to win. I'm like, is this like one of those you don't get paid till you win kind of guarantees? Mm-hmm. So legally, I can't do that. But I'm telling you, we're going to get this all dropped. I said, sweet. So I was given a line. I'm like, you're not going to talk. We're going to represent you. And uh, all you need to say is, I'm sorry this happened. If you give me the benefit of the doubt, you'll never see me again. Oh, that I was like my, that. That was my line. You have to you have to show remorse. Yes. And I've learned. They don't want to hear your state trooper was being a dickhead. Right. So we go to court and uh, they dropped everything. 
Wow. Dropped was the off. trooper there or no? They send a... So what happens in state police, uh, the guy who's like a year away from retirement oh. takes a nice Chris job where he represents all the cases. Gotcha. For the court. So he's... Okay. I was just in... In the in folder, the yeah, in the queue, and he's like, "All right, Richard Fink, blah blah blah," and then he just reads the thing. But um, if you even just look at the summons, you can't even. This guy, even the attorney's like, he wrote that angry. Like you can't even. Oh, it's a, this a handwriting expert would say this is very aggressive. Yes, in fact, if you look at there's yeah. three options for ch- checking a box. Did you get him on radar? Did he clock him? Did you? No, he just scribbles over all of them. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just. I hate you. I want you to die. 80 plus and a 65. Yeah, he did. He did. He just scribbled over clocked radar and estimated. Yeah. When he <laughs> when he got me the second time he pulled over, he goes, oh, you want to dance again? And I'm like, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yeah. I'm like, you're you, this guy is just fucking antagonizing. Like, yeah. No matter and, what. Yeah. There's that, nothing you could have said in that moment that would have de-escalated that situation. That's right. And I have I do have a flaw with. um I'm not one to keep my mouth shut. I know. You know, like, <laughs> you want to talk to me like that? You better have a fucking badge. Oh, you have a badge. Right. right. All right. right. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to lawyer up. But he was like, blah, 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 blah. You know, and he walked away. I'm like, I miss you already. <laughs> well, congratulations on your victory. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pumped. Now, the other thing that sucks about this, mm-hmm. if you're listening at home, you're either like, wow, great, stick it to them, you know? And the other people are like, well, it must be nice. All you do is throw money at it. Yeah, that's, well, it's, it's the that's way That's how it a is. lot of problems get solved. So when I was like 22, fresh out of college, I was, uh, my first job out of college, I was making, and this is 1998, 22 grand a year. Oh, yeah. Ooh, rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's even, even to those standards, 1998 entry-level college degree, that's on the lower end. I'm Yeah, I, well I graduated in 96, got my first job in advertising for $23,000 a year. Oh, really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you remember how hard that was? I was eating oh ramens. I was, well, I I lived at home with my parents, so it was oh, it was fine. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> no, I, I had ramen noodles oh. like in the rotation. Yeah. I, nothing's changed. <laughs> except Seriously? except I was having fun. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you have to get up and show up somewhere. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I can't blow off an eight o'clock meeting like right. I did with my eight o'clock classes. <sighs> so anyway, um, the other part of the story is, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry that uh, that's the way it is. Just just so you know, like you want to get out of a jam, you just call a lawyer and they just work their magic. Right. I got not at fault for both of them. The great thing about this, if you live in Massachusetts, if you live in any state, you know that your RMV, your DMV, your any state agency is probably not the most efficient, right? <laughs> right. They re, they re, also they don't like to give away money, right? Right. They collect. Yeah, money. they collect money. They, they, they're not, they, they don't they, give it away. They, they bring the hat around. Yep. And you put money in it. They don't say take what you want. They refunded my me my two twenty five dollar court hearing fees. No way. Within a week. In fact, they got to me before the letters got to me saying, "You are not at fault. Your account is." going to be adjusted we uh a rebate in the amount of 25 dollars will be issued in approximately 21 days the rmv the registry of motor vehicles in massachusetts said mr fake we're sorry about this here's your 50 dollars back Carry wow on. i yeah. didn't know they did that so if you 
I didn't either. My lawyer, when I told him, he's like, I had no idea they wow. did. Like, everyone's floored that the state of Massachusetts had $50 in their hand, and they said... Why don't you take this, You sir? know what? <laughs> you can have... Wait, you, you can have it. You can have it. I can't the believe guy, it. The guy who paid $250 an hour for an attorney to accompany yeah. him, you can have 50 more bucks. <laughs> Amazing. So, wow. Yeah, so I'm a little happy today. Yes, I'm congratulations. Yeah, thanks. That's all I wanted to share. That's right. just kind of like a thing. Was that... Was that Podcast worthy? I don't know. I think so. I mean, just the just the getting pulled over twice in the span of what 15, 10 minutes, whatever. Seconds. Seconds. Oh the my second god. Second I left. Boop. Blues go on. Yeah. Comes out. That's after worth me. sharing. Just didn't just didn't think it was right. No. Certainly and, uh, not. And as someone who you know, I I mean, I've had a lead foot. I have a mm-hmm. history of speeding. Haven't done it in almost a decade. It's something I've been really. Focusing mm-hmm. on like your dad now. You know? Yeah, exactly. You can have the fast car, but don't drive it like an idiot. Yep. And uh, I haven't. And I wasn't that day. So when I got called out for it and it was not true, mm-hmm. I just had to step up. And it's like, what do we Stand have to do? Stand up for yourself. What do we have to do? And I was like, I was going to go to court either way. But you know what? I never, I never literally lean into the white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> This fucking time, I said, I'm going to do it. Well, yeah, because it wasn't just about the $400 in tickets. It was about the fact that you didn't do anything wrong and the points in your license. Like, that's yeah. however long that lasts. I don't even know. Yeah. So, anyway, I feel good about that. <clears throat> I feel very cathartic, very uh, therapeutic. I feel good. Not, you know what? We just brought closure. Yes. You think getting a verdict in your favor was enough for me? No. You think hey, getting the $50 yeah. back? No. No. I had to talk about it. <laughs> Thanks now, for listening. Now you can put this behind you and yeah. move on with your day. All right. Let's hit the <laughs> let's hit the commercials and then and then we'll we'll hit the second half of the show which entails a very Liz heavy uh, agenda. Agenda. <laughs> APC Pest and Termite Control is ready to protect your home from mice. With over 40 years of experience, they do not mess around. You have mice, you have a problem. What you need is a solution. So, put the experts in charge. One call does it all. Not only can APC Pest and Termite Control take care of the inside of your home, they have the outside covered too. Sign up for their annual service and never have to worry about ticks, mosquitoes, mice, Whatever, whatever you have, hippos, whatever is like finding its way into your house, birds. I mean, a pest is anything that you don't want in it, right? I mean, the the, the list goes on and on. Raccoons, squirrels, chipmunks, possums, skunks. Do yourself a favor and call APC Pest Control. Royal Pizza has some great deals on quality meals. Want to hear about them? Cool, because I'm going to tell you. Buy any four pizzas, get a fifth pizza of equal or lesser value free. Or buy any three large royal subs and get $2 off. One large cheese pizza, one order of chicken fingers or wings, and a two liter of soda, only $29.99. If you call now, you'll get $5 off. Orders of $45 or more. And if you call now, you'll get $5 off orders of $45 or more. You must mention these coupons when ordering. Offers may not be combined. Visit royalpizza.com for a complete menu. All right, so we're back from uh, paying the bills, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into the Liz heavy agenda here. Right? So mm-hmm. it's a bit of a hodgepodge as usual, but 
Um, one of the things that I texted you was I wanted to talk about my overreaction to a big company problem. So I work for a 12,000 person company and oftentimes, or at least, you know, at least a couple times a month, we get emails about organizational changes that involve people getting promoted and things like that. And those emails aren't necessarily sent company-wide, but they are definitely sent to people who would be affected or who have interacted with these groups. So it's hundreds or potentially thousands of people. Mm -hmm. So when I get these emails, and they always say at the end, you know, please join me in congratulating so-and-so-and-so-and-so on their new roles. So if I know these people or or I'm acquainted with them in some way, I forward the email to them individually and say, congratulations on your new role. So excited for you. Well-deserved, whatever. I feel like this is going to be really good. What I don't do is reply all. Yeah. So everybody on the email, the hundreds or potentially thousands of people see my response. And that's what happened earlier this week. There was an organizational announcement sent out about people, you know, taking on new roles or senior roles, mm-hmm. I got no less than 35 emails. Boom, 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 boom. Congratulations, 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 congrats. I'm like, we don't need to reply all here. We don't need, you're clogging up my inbox. I get enough emails a day. What are you doing? And finally, someone had the sense to reply all and say, please stop replying all. <laughs> nice. We've had the internet for about mm, 30 years now. Yeah. The etiquette of the reply all, especially in a company-wide email with... It's probably not even everyone's name on it. It's probably just like a list name, right? Like, uh, Yeah, it's like email aliases, yes, like departments and yeah, stuff like that, yeah. yeah. The fact that people still do that. And people in a professional setting, like your company is a pretty big deal. Yeah. And um, these, are the, these are the achievers, right? It's like your company doesn't hire scrubs. That, well, that's kind of what know? floors me. Is They is, work at the RMV. Yeah, exactly. Is that these people <laughs> should know better. You know, they're in senior positions. Um, and I don't know if it's... If they do reply all out of laziness or they do it because they want credit for congratulating, you know, I don't know. It's a version of virtue. They they want everyone to know that you're just on top of it. This is the same person. When I used to work at a mutual fund company in marketing, tell me if this happens, but you get into work on like a Wednesday, Mm -hmm. right? You get into work and you, you, before you left the night before, you're caught up with the emails. Everything looked like they were red, right? But then you come in the next day and you got like four emails. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's funny. It's only 8.30 and I'm already, you know, people are up and at them, huh? Okay, so this email from Bruce came in about the deck that we need to review. Okay, that came in at uh, 10.55 last night. Okay. And, oh, this one came in at 11.30. I can guarantee you the guys scheduled those emails oh, totally. to go out. They yeah. were not up at 11.00. You know, like we've all been up burning yes. the midnight oil. So, so to say that Bruce wasn't ever up at ten fifty writing an email, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'll give Bruce the benefit of the doubt. But Bruce tends to send a lot of emails yeah. between ten and midnight, <laughs> like all the time. Yeah, like every day. Fuck you, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Stop scheduling your emails to make it look like you right burning, burning the midnight the- oil all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I would say, Bruce, perhaps you're not using your time wisely because, in theory, you should be able to get your work done. Within a reasonable time frame. That's right. That's right. I was watching something narrated by David Attenborough at 10.50. Okay, that's what we do. I could watch anything narrated by that guy, but that's for another story. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, so, what did you do? Did you just, can you just delete them? Can you? Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I just became increasingly enraged with every email I got because now you're just, again, clogging up my inbox. So, I was just delete, 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 delete. But I get... 
I can't, I can't even tell you how many emails a day I get yeah, yeah. already I'm, that I have to respond to. It's 2023, and we're still talking about the reply all. Yeah. Like, who, who, who's doing it? What generation's most guilty? I would it's our generation. Yeah. It's our generation, I know. for sure. I know. The boomers are kind of fading off, right? Yeah. They're like, there's probably not too many boomers anymore in your workplace. No, not really. No, so it's the Gen Xers that are mm-hmm. like the alphas, the apex. Yeah, and the millennials, too. Millennials, you know. You know, yeah. for as much as we used to shit them, I'm I'm actually we can't not, really shit on them anymore. I don't think no, they're our contemporaries. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, they've matured. And they've they've leveled up. Yes, they've they've got all that. You know that they, they've done all the beta testing exactly in their twenties and thirties, and now they're like coming into their own, or mm-hmm. now they're in their thirties and they've got their shit together. Yeah, and they can always help me with my computer problem. That's right. Those <laughs> fucking Gen Y kids, they're the new yeah. problem, or the Gen Z, Gen whatever. Z's. Gen Z's. Ugh. So I share that story yeah. to just scuttlebuds before you hit reply all. Mm-hmm. Just stop and think: Is this a reply all worthy thing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't clog people's email boxes. I got enough to do. All right, so let's move on to girl math versus boy math. So this was a girl math was a trend that started on TikTok, but I learned about it on BuzzFeed because I don't understand TikTok and I love BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. So girl math is kind of like this lighthearted um, way of women poking fun at ourselves about how we justify retail therapy, basically. And it's not meant to be like, oh, you're frivolous or not good with money. It's just, yep. it's silly. So I'll give you some examples. Okay. Um, if anything is less than $5, it's basically free. True. <laughs> if I buy something at Nordstrom for $50 and return it and then buy something for $100, I've only spent $50. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> and I do all of these things. Okay. Sure. Sure. I'm an adult. I'm fiscally responsible. I still do these things mm-hmm. in my head. Sure. Um, if I pay with cash, it doesn't cost anything because it didn't come out of my account. Totally do that. I almost never have cash on me, but if I do and I pay with cash, I'm like, that was free because I already came out of my account. So I didn't really buy It's this bizarre justification or like spending an extra $27 so you can qualify for free shipping that only would have cost you $8. You know, it's yeah. so it's just this mm-hmm. funny and it, it was a really funny trend yep. on the internet. <sighs> but Rick... Like with all funny internet trends, Uh-oh. they have to get ruined. Who ruined this? Women. Wait a minute, but you guys were just kind of yeah. making fun of yourselves. We were. And then someone decided to come up with boy math. Oh, boy. Which wasn't funny. Wait a minute. So women recognized their thinking, and then they started playfully calling it girl math. Oh, well, my girl math says I can get these shoes, that yes. kind of thing. It wasn't men. No, not at all. Making fun of women. Sh- no, not at all. It was women going, I do that. Oh, my God, I do that, too. Yeah. And then it evolved into a thing called girl math. It makes sense. I get it. Okay. But some women just didn't like that. Right. And so they countered by saying, well, I'm going to make boy math. Yeah. So, you know what? so women made yeah. boy math. All right, get get the fuck out of my head. You're not in my head. You don't know how I spend my money. <laughs> well, let know? me tell you. So, ladies, not everything has to turn into a political statement against the fucking patriarchy, okay? So let me give you some examples of quote-unquote boy math, right? Preach. Let's hear it. Boy math is wanting a traditional wife but calling you a gold digger because he has to provide. Boy math is waiting until her 18th birthday and thinking that doesn't make you a pedophile. What? That's not, that's not even... Here's the kicker. 
Boy math is being six times more likely to abandon their wives with terminal or chronic illness and then crying about male loneliness. My my kids hate me. My husband left me. Um, I have no idea why. No one wants to fuck me. Yeah, no one wants to fuck me. <laughs> and I'm miserable. I'm a miserable shrew. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just need to, to equalize this. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, they ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined it. You guys were having a fun thing. I, yeah. didn't even, I didn't even know what girl math was, but that makes sense. That's funny. That's kind of playing to Yeah, a, I brought it up stereotype. in a meeting yesterday with a few of my female colleagues, mm-hmm. and they and one of them had heard of it. The other one hadn't, but we were all agreeing that it was funny. We all do it. You know, even a couple of them even gave up, like, more examples of stuff that they do. So, yeah, it's, it was lighthearted and fun, and this now is, it's been fucking ruined. This is the quintessential overreaction mm-hmm. to a small town problem. Yeah. Like you got wind. First of all, how did you find out about this? That must have meant that you CNN. were... CNN. So, so, okay, I was going to say, <laughs> usually you, you learn about these things by socializing with people, but who would want to hang out with you? You're you're a miserable human. Yeah, so... So she so, watched it on TV. Oh, so CNN C- covered it. CNN.com. There was an, so the whole reason why I even learned about this mm-hmm. to begin with yeah. was an article on CNN that talked about how girl math was fun and then came boy math and it's not <laughs> so this this um reeks of the Gillette ad about toxic masculinity yes where toxic boys will be boys mm-hmm. you know and they turn that into like it's not okay to have that mindset boys will be boys is the kind of uh, my takeaway was oh if you just you know Brushing it aside, when your your son is misbehaving, he's going to end up being a date rapist. Right, 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 right. right, right. That's what's like. No, boys will be boys is what you say when your kid, your son, runs into the house with muddy feet. Yes, and sticks a frog in his mom's (laughs) face and says, "Look what I just found." Right, and she is so smitten with the love and the cuteness and the holy shit, like Mm -hmm. the mix of them, like. The house is a mess, but goddamn, you're so adorable and cute. Yeah. And you wanted to share something with me because you're so excited. I have to support that, but also we have to clean up this mess. Ah, oh, boys will be boys. Yeah. Or I like- have two boys, and they sometimes will wrestle and play grab ass or whatever with each other. And it's just like, boys will be boys. You know, if I mean, if, if, one of my sons was beating the shit out of the other one. I wouldn't be like, hmm, boys will be boys. Yeah, you know, but, I mean. So this whole thing mm-hmm. was, the girl math was all about money and products. Yeah, or, and, and, or and like self-deprecation too, which sure. is, you know, we're poking fun at ourselves. Yes. And also the idea that, hey, it's retail therapy stuff, yeah, right? It's yeah. all retail therapy related. Like Exactly. It's all the justifying, I can get this. I yep. can afford this. I need this. I, I want, want this. this. Yeah. I, I, I probably shouldn't, but I don't want to feel mm-hmm. guilty, so I'll justify it, right? Yeah. That's, that's what girl math is. Go through some of those boy math things again. Yeah. So boy math <clears throat> is waiting until her 18th birthday and thinking that doesn't make you a pedophile. Hard stop. So it's math because there's a number in exactly. it. Exactly. Like but none you of this went, is... Like you went sexual predator mm-hmm. right there. I, I don't know. Maybe... Sounds like this person might have had some traumatic experiences in her life or some bad relationships or she hates her dad. Something's going on. Like that's not a normal person. That person's mm-hmm. fucked up to even go there. Right. To take a fun, nice, lighthearted thing and then just go, yeah, well, men rape women. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know why we're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> right. You're just such a I know, fucking miserable I know. bitch. And if this is the way people want to spend their time coming up with ways to shit on 
men because they couldn't laugh at jokes about girl. I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the motivator is here. I think that these people need a hobby. They need to meditate. They need to have more orgasms. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> do something better with your time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That so I a, thought you would enjoy that. I mean, it's sad. It's it's really frustrating. But why? Well, I just want to have a coffee with them. I just want to say, hey, so you know, like, what's your deal? Where, where, where why are you, are you so angry? Where are you coming from? Mm-hmm. What's, what's up? Yep. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So I found this article on Scary Mommy, but it's from Reddit's Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read the whole thing because it's it's short. So Am I the Asshole for not giving my husband food if it was made with a blender that he was mad about me buying? I bought myself a nice blender. I work part-time at home and also watch the young kids that are too young for preschool. Due to me staying home, I cook a lot, which I enjoy. The issue is that my husband was pissed that the blender was $125. I feel like that's a cheap blender. Or an inexpensive blender. Okay. Um, This annoyed me greatly since I used my fun money. I don't know why you should have fun. It's just money. It's If you're married, it's just money. And boy, how fun can you be if you spend your... Right, money, money on, on a blender. On <laughs> uh, I use my. She obviously didn't use girl math to buy the blender. Yeah, right. So fun money for it, and it is a household tool, even if he won't use it. I thought we were over it, but I pulled it out again to make a smoothie, and he made more comments about what a waste of money and how stupid it was. I had the conversation with him about the whole situation again. He made more comments. The next time I took it out, and I had enough. Now every time I make something using the blender, I don't give him any. It came to a head today. I made soup and I used the blender. I told him I used the stupid blender to make it so he can't have any and he had to make his own food. This this caused a huge argument and he thinks I'm a petty jerk, but I've told him so many times not to call my purchases a waste. Am I the asshole for taking it too far? This post made me start really thinking about my marriage. I am asking for couples counseling and if things don't change, I will be done. So I don't know if this blender is the straw that's breaking the camel's back of this marriage or what. I but think I think there's a lot to unpack here. They're hang, they're <laughs> hanging all the big picture on this thing. Like yeah. This is you know. Uh, do you remember? Did you ever have roommates like uh, in college? College. Okay. Um, dishes in the sink was always a thing. Right. right. And it. And dishes are like. Uh, I mean, being a guy, I'm I'm going to assume I'm going to going to stereotype that I'm sure my apartment with guys was not as neat and clean and tidy as your apartment with girls. Right. Okay. So we always have dishes and there's, it, it, it's like a constant and you're just looking at it and you're like, it's not mine. Right. You know, like, <clears throat> Finally you snap, right? Yeah. You're like clean up the fucking dishes or you do something passive aggressive, like get a milk crate. This, I saw one guy do this. He took a milk crate, took all the guys dishes out. Put them all in the milk crate. We're talking cups, glasses, forks, plates. And they just been sitting in the sink dirty? Yep. Okay. Puts them up and just puts them on his bed. Yeah. And then the guy comes home and he's all pissed. Because only a piece of shit that keeps the sink dirty and gets called out would actually get pissed. Right. And act like the victim because what's all this stuff on my bed? Like we had a... We, we need to use the sink. Yeah. We our rent. <laughs> this is a common area. This is a common yeah. area. So if you want to like stack up stuff, fine, but do it in your place. It totally justified. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the outside looking in, like the third person, I was like, it definitely took a side. I'm like, I don't know. I'm with Joe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to use the sink. Um, I feel like it's all well and good until the guy one day 
flips out right. about the dish in the sink. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it about the dish in the sink? Or is, or is it about, it about the fact bigger... that you just found out that he's fucking your girlfriend? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just cut to the chase. It's really right. the latter. But this fucking dish, mm-hmm. you know, it represents everything. Yes, so I think that, you know, if, if the husband's pissed about the $125 purchase, mm-hmm. I'm guessing... He gets pissed about a lot of petty things. I don't know what their financial situation is. If $125 is a lot of money to them or not, I don't know. Um, But again, it's a household appliance. She's using it to prepare food, which that blender in two weeks will pay for itself, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and some things you don't go cheap on. I I think a buck twenty-five is probably the right price for something that's going to process your food and get it ready for you. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't, you know you're going to smell like that burn motor smell. Right, right, right. revolving as much as it's supposed to and we've all you buy cheap you get cheap that's exactly that's what my brother always says exactly so do you think that she's being petty for not letting him have you know a smoothie or a soup that she purchased with her blender uh if she did it one time like hot off of the taking Mm -hmm. shit from the husband okay the husband could be nagging you know? Yeah, yeah. Like if, if, well, if he keeps making, she said it's been multiple comments. So yeah, it's like, okay, so he's not letting it go. Right. And I'm kind of on her side. Yeah. I'm so on her I. side. And also, I love the fact that she wants to get marriage counseling. <laughs> Life is short, yes. seriously. Yeah. My wife and I, we got marriage counseling. We went one time. And I got, what did you, what was your takeaway? Uh, well, I walked out. <laughs> I walked out. I said, you two figure it out. <laughs> 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 I'm like, my work is done here. Because the therapist started agreeing with Leslie. And I just was like, this is why you don't get a fucking woman therapist to tell you about your fucking marriage. You get a guy in here who understands shit. (laughs) He'll take my side, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Was Leslie pissed that you walked out? Uh, No, because it was an emotional moment. Yeah. It it hit ahead. Yeah. uh, And uh, we we had, Liz, it was a great moment because we we got it. We Mm -hmm. like, that's it. That's the thing. And we're going to fix it. And I said, yeah, okay, well, this is heavy. I got to go. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for your time, Doc. <laughs> thank you. Um, and then I, there's like 20 minutes left. And I'm like, I think it'd be great if to you just kind of mopped it up this Was mess. it a worthwhile experience? Absolutely. Though. Okay. We okay. didn't have to go anymore. Nice. That's, like, I don't even feel She could like... be the greatest therapist of all time. One and done. Yeah, like... maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I remember I said something and she looked at me like she wanted to smack me in the face. And I'm like, are we here to be honest? Right. Like, I'm like, I don't like the, the, the facial expression I'm getting from you. Like, I got mad at the therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe we've heard enough from me. Oh. <laughs> because she was giving me this look like, I can't fucking believe you just said that. And I'm like. Really? Yeah. I'm like, that was not professional. No. But she evoked. Maybe she was just fucking tweaking me like, keep going, oh. buddy. I don't know. I don't know. Her Jedi mind tricks worked because now me and my wife get along swimmingly <laughs> i think unless she's talking shit when you guys go out to dinner <laughs> she does not okay good. <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong we all collectively like you have to should not and i i'm not going to use the term shit on our husbands because that is not true but you know we tell the stories about the school forms and standing in front of the calendar and asking what do we have going on this weekend you know it's like it's the same uh, shit that you and i talk about on this podcast well i'm glad you do it because yeah. you all leave going so it's not just my husband yes Totally. So, oh, it's the same same in every household. Yep. And all you kings out there hearing this, <laughs> maintain, stand your ground, keep doing it the way you do it, because we all do it. And if, if one of us fucking changes, then we all have to change. Right. Don't. I don't, I mean. Don't rise above. That would really disrupt the balance of the universe. Yeah. Like, don't do that. I mean, as much as we complain about it, like, 
Stay in your lane. I know your role. And I think, I think, <laughs> I think uh, you know how men run the world, basically. I mean, you know, like the until world. a hot chick comes along. <laughs> I'm telling you, you want to end that war between Russia and Ukraine? You said a hot piece of ass over to Vladimir Putin, and all she has to say is. Can we go on the yacht this weekend? You I'm know, really sick of this war. Have you seen the Russian women though? Like Russian, they have a look. Yeah, um, when they come European. here, are most of them strippers. No, they are or au pairs. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, they are. Uh, they're they're mail order brides. Oh, from Russia? Yeah. Oh, or, oh or okay. They're here. They're the gold diggers. They they're coming here. Uh, I move here because we met online. Gotcha. Now we get okay. married. I signed the prenup. I'll give it six weeks. We'll do it twice, and then I'm going to divorce you. Okay. Okay. I've uh, I've been engaged to four of these women. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know. That's how I know. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, she gave bad blowjobs. Her name was <gasps> Natasha Bitmakakov. <laughs> <laughs> Should we keep that on? Yes. <laughs> I think that's a fitting way to end the podcast. We started talking about my boobs. We're going to end it on blowjobs. Our work here is done. Thank you for listening. Um, follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Small Town Scuttlebutt. And Rick has been killing it with our we, Instagram. We <laughs> with our Instagram reels. I, we hope you guys are enjoying them. Would love your feedback on what you think is working and what isn't working. Send us an email, smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.